Well, hello, everybody. Hello. This is your Friendly Neighborhood Podcast, the Beer Buds Banter, coming back at Sound you. Sound checking in this bitch. Sound checking. One, two, three, four. Five, six in this bitch. Because we're sound checking in this bitch. Sound checking in this bitch, bitch. Yeah. All right. Time for some law and order. Holy smokes, everybody! Welcome to another edition of the 3B Podcast. Yes, that's the Beer Buds Banner. I am the Heartbreak Kid Kamikaze. Here with my tag team host, the phenomenal one, Pat Wick. Thank you for that glorying, fine introduction kamikaze i am the phenomenal pat wick here with the heartbreak kamikaze here to bring you a slew of weekly uh sports knowledge and just some all-around banter between two bros yeah straight up two Um, bros we got some shit that's going to be good we got some shit that's going to get dark um and we got some shit that's gonna make me say fuck deshaun watson so, yeah, um, we got a bunch of shit for y'all today. Um, one thing that we like, well, let's talk about. All right, let's talk about it. Playing basketball last week. Playing basketball last week. All right. Let's open the show with that. Going to jail. Let's talk about us playing basketball. Last All right. Week. Well, uh, I'll speak on it from my point of view. Being a 41-year-old man is hard enough. Wham, wham, wham. Cry is me. I get it. But to be able to go out there and at least... Man, second half, Pat. Don't, 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 don't let this man talk like, like, like being 41 was, was, was hurting him or anything like that. Because, I mean, second half, Pat. Different. I, <laughs> different. Well, got some plays in there, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was good to get out there and get physical. Uh, you know, obviously I didn't have the glowing uh, uh, game that my friend, my co-host Kamikaze had. I mean, but I feel like I, I contributed. And, you know, I was productive. Uh, I, I wasn't just out there as a body. Nah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, we actually played a game um, most known to people from Baltimore. It's fifty. You know. Right. Uh, very so physical game if you haven't it's a played it. Very physical game. If you haven't played it, I would say make sure you discuss the rules before you enter because some people might not take too kindly to Manhattan. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
But no, uh, so we played a game of 50. It was four of us, you know. It was, you know, your boy, Kamikaze, with, you know, and um, two, of big my, guys. <laughs> two of my co-worker friends, a couple big Mexican guys I work with, uh, oh, Dre, goodness. also known as Dre, and Fredo, uh, Alfredo, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. gave, gave us, gave us I a know why they call him Fredo, too, motherfucker. He loves him some food. <laughs> Let alone my frail. But no. Fire! Boys, you know, so, you know, trying to, you know, be, you know, all but five foot whatever I am and, and 107 pounds. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the point that needs to be raised. Yeah. Your stature compared to the rest of the guys you're playing with and the fact that you're able to still produce, get to the basket, and, and play. Well, I wasn't able to get to the basket. <laughs> I was just able to hit a lot of lucky shots. <laughs> a lot of lucky shots, he said. I was able to, uh, I was able to pull up, you know, and, and hit a bunch of threes. I, you know, I made sure I got everybody once, you know. I made um, sure somebody chased me out, and I ran around to the three-point line and pulled one up in their face real quick. I, I think the sentiment <laughs> to be said is that how not not necessarily how many shots I made, Kamikaze, but how many shots I missed. Well, see, I don't want to talk about that because that was the dark part of what we did. Because I missed a lot of shots, too. You feel me? Yeah, I, I wasn't on. on, on the whole time. Come on. <coughs> I, I could have built two homeless... <coughs> I could have built two homeless shelters in the, in the span of two games with as many bricks as I... I mean, and we're not talking outside shots all the time. We're talking straight layups, Kamikaze. Where and I'm just like... Yeah, they're just not going down See, for me. So I really, I really don't think I deserve to even come close to winning that game. But you know, it, it, it's it's why we play the game, right? Because you, know? you still came close to winning both games, actually. Yeah. So yeah. either way, <laughs> either way, what I seen. So all right, so you hear Pat talking about all of the shots he missed. He missed a bunch of a bunch of shots real early. All the truth comes out. Yes. But then. The dude fucking hits a over the backboard shot and turns into Kobe. I'm, and I'm not talking about 24 Kobe. I'm talking about Kobe 8. Bro, turn around, jump back, step back, everything. Just over everybody's face. You couldn't stop him, bro. Hand in his face, he's still making it. You know, so, you know, he had to warm up and then he turned into, you know, that guy, you know? <laughs> Uh, it was my, the my, same with me too, though. So when I got out there, you feel me? Everything I threw up went even over the back, over the backboard, or just straight up over the basket. No more problem with that, my friend. What? Went to Mama's house this morning, got the needle. Both balls are pumped up. Oh yeah, because I, I think we did have a basketball, the black one, and the no, 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 no. I I went and got the Steph Curry ball. Oh, where was that at? It was upstairs. That's why we couldn't find oh, it. Oh, okay. It was upstairs in the car. We got another basketball in the back, too. It's a black one in the backyard that needs air, too. And I don't know if it's me, Kamikaze, or if it's just the size of basketballs now. I, it feels I so small. It no, does it, feel small. It feels so small, yeah. I, like, I, I, I remember growing up, basketballs used to be a little bit bigger. You know, and I I don't think we have an NBA sized bar yet. We I don't think we do so either. So maybe we need to invest in that because that that definitely affects how I push the ball. Yeah. You know, and I remember us having an NBA uh, like a leather, uh, like a yeah, real brown leather. We play with, we play yeah. with sheep and and, and 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 baby sheep. 
Yeah. That time we had a, a decent ball because I, bro, I got hot fast in that game. Now, I think that was a ball that Ian might have brought. Baby yeah. sheep. So yeah, but no, I mean, it's good to get physical, and I and I'll preach to all of our listeners out there: go out there and get physical, get active, have some fun. I mean, yeah, I got to win a game, but even if I would have lost that game, you know, I would have had fun um, because I would have lost the pack. I saved you for last anyway because I was like, all right, if if somebody wins this game, it's going to be one of us that played this motherfucker (laughs) before. Saving us for last. I mean, the guy guy takes me to the three-point line and didn't drain the shots in my face. There wasn't really much of a... uh, a competition in that, I, you know. I, I walked out defending him a minute. What was I going to do? <laughs> what was I going to do? I cannot drive to the basket all game. At that point, my three point was just on. I was like, "Well, I'm out," because I eliminated the first two with a fucking quick shot. Right. You feel me? At least I walked around a little bit with you, because I was like, "Man, he gonna be on it, yo. He gonna come and smack that bitch right in my face." <laughs> <laughs> I think you Especially cuz that was the, that was the game that you fucking grabbed me. I was like, "Oh yeah, he wants to win." <laughs> yeah. I think it gets to a certain point after a certain part of the game, man, you just want to win. You know, and, and part of the 50 philosophy is that, you know, hacking is allowed. It's allowed. It's, it's there's no, there are no fouls. You I know, can't call a foul on you and when when I when I got up, I was like, "Yeah, I love that." Because that that made me, "Okay, he's not just going through the motions." You feel me? No, no, I want to win. And I go out there and I sweat to death, and yeah, I'm not saying I hyperventilate, but you know, I. Uh, I mean, I do. <laughs> Shit, you be over that bitch, like, <gasps> right, right. I'm at, writing I'm at, a couple of them, a couple of them blunts you and smoke. Right, right. So I mean, you're over there, you know, hacking up along on the side, getting back in there, you know, trying to be active. It, it, it's fun. It, it's definitely fun when it's something you can enjoy. Yeah. You know, and I can enjoy a good And the guys game. that we played with made it fun, you yeah. know, because, you know, they understood that they were big, so they weren't trying to bowl me over or nothing like that. Nah. The only person trying to do that was me. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm not but the, I was like, yeah, I'm not but to initiate, because if they're not being, 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 like, overly aggressive or using their weight against me, I'm not going to give them a reason to. <laughs> But, but to go into a different sort of looking at, you see why I meant where I said, hey, those were the guys I wanted to bring in on the football game. Yeah, when we play football, I want them. I right. want them on my team. Right, bro. And TT and them don't know them, so they're going to they gonna let us have them. I, I would think that he would pick his people. So when it comes to the football game, I think we have a good chance when it comes to that. So I just wanted to, like... You know, the, the game kind of represented two things. One, I wanted us to have a good, you know, good little friendly basketball game. But two, I yeah. definitely wanted you to at least scope them gotta, out. We definitely got to go two and two against them. Scope out. I think out. we can beat them. I think we can beat them too. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say let's do, because I, I, I don't know if you want to go, but I, I, I kind of made a game for myself depending on whether you were, were going to go or not going to go. Today? Yeah. Okay. I got a pitch in there, but I can probably fight through it. Well, I'm just saying because I was feeling my post game this morning. So I feel like I can definitely pull an inner Hakeem Olajuwon and kind of back in to come out. And I feel like I just got that all day. All right, well, let's go get it then. All right, fuck it. All right, we're going to play basketball. Awesome. Yeah. We with it. We with it. All right. All right. We're going to go play basketball after this. Sorry, Delisha, I'm going to have to roll my shoes you got me.
But I'm gonna buy some new shoes and then I'll buy you the same pair and send it to you. Well, there I you can't go. send her shit. She on the road. She's on the road. Yeah, so yeah, you can't send her, so you can't send her nothing right now. So yeah. All right. All right. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes. Oh, that's not my phrase. Let's get into what we came here to discuss. Boom. Let's talk about some WWE. Yes. Yes. Once again, the glowing recommendations for one WWE run product by the newest. Uh, uh, well, not newest. I mean, he's been here, what, for a month? Um, well, yeah, he's still the newest, though. Uh, Triple H is is running creative in WWE. He's the main guy that they answer to now. Okay. Kamikaze, because I feel like this is, you know, a glowing representation of the love and the knowledge that one Shawn Michaels. Thank you. <laughs> you 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 jumped the gun on me though. Uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to pepper Triple H with some flowers before we congratulated uh, Shawn on his promotion. Uh, but since we're here, since we're let's here. give my guy the heartbreak kid. The guy that I wanted to be named after, Shawn Michaels. Didn't well, not that. named like Shawn Michaels. You know, that's why the HBK Heartbreak well, yeah. Kamikaze. You know, right, right. I, I did it for Shawn Michaels. You know, I did it for Shawn Michaels. I'm the man with the bad back. Shawn Michaels, the man with the bad back. You know, I had a I had a crimson blood experience in elementary school. He had a crimson blood experience. You know, in WWE. Yeah. Yes, so. he did. Yeah, so Shawn Michaels, my guy. And yes, the vice president of talent relations is now the heartbreak kid, the greatest wrestler to ever have lived. He will make sure that this product is great because yes. he's gonna make that the guys he's gonna make sure that the guys that are performing are the greatest. And my guy has already reached out to Johnny Gargano, which we mentioned on the mentioned on the previous show and Johnny showing interest so let's go is that the same role that won Triple H held at one time wasn't he vice president no he was COO COO officer vice president of talent relations was John Lawrence okay so great he steps in a role which we both... A bigger role. Way bigger role than well, no, tri Triple H had. No, but I'm saying, like, he steps into that role justly deserved uh, for what he's done, obviously, in his career. Now what he's done... Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's call it out. This isn't his first wrestling school go-around. No. You know, he's all had his own wrestling yes. school in San Antonio. Yes. And he's came in NXT with this nurturing... He created stars, and he created a product that, even though they changed everything we love about NXT, we still appreciate what we've seen. And we absolutely, and you you grow to love the knowledge and the experience that he's able to bestow upon these these rookies. Let's just call them rookies. Yeah, you know, and for him to get that role now, and for him to further, uh, you know, set in the concrete that is WWE Foundation, you know, because. At, at some point, he's going to be everything. 
right. to this company. And he already has been everything, and now you're, you're seeing him be even more behind the scenes. And it, just shout out to the WWE uh, uh, corporation company on who makes the decisions for making this decision and putting Sean where he needs to be. Right. Yeah. Sean needs to be um, directly responsible for the talent that we see. Um, Sean is the most talented wrestler I've ever seen in the business. Um, and I've seen a lot of talented guys that, and I've seen a lot of guys that I love, you know, um, but Shawn Michaels is my first and my all time favorite wrestler. Um, there is, and if there's anybody that Triple H should have put in this role, I, 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 we already knew it was Sean, but it, it, it had to be Sean. You know, like it did. It just couldn't just be Sean. It had to be Sean. And then, you know, from Triple H aspect, who who more do you trust? <coughs> you know, when it comes to you know, hey, yeah. don't don't bullshit me, Sean. Tell me the real deal. Can he work? Right. Can he can he do this? Sean's gonna be honest with him. Right. Look him right in the face. Right. Um, Sean's which, not a yes man. Sean's a hey. Which, I've been here longer than you. I can tell you what's up. To go back to our Triple H point. You know, it's another step for Triple H in the right direction. You've seen, I, I think, I think if we would, we would look it up, you would see the ratings have gone up. The glowing attributes from former wrestlers, as far as the product they're seeing, is going through the roof. We've seen Kevin Nash chime in, different aspects. Edge. We've seen uh, Bully Ray chime in, like everybody's happy with the direction of where the WWE is going and the product is way more fun now. We're seeing guys get to be themselves again. And that's what makes product good. Let's bring that up again. Being themselves and how important it is. Uh, we've seen enough documentaries, or I've seen enough documentaries, to where the, the, the closer the character is to the wrestler, the more success you will have rather than giving them a gimmick or something to that regard, allowing them to be themselves. I feel like you have more success, right? And they're they're doing that because and, and, and let me speak on one Chris Jericho real quick because Chris Jericho is a guy who was allowed to be himself majority of his career, yes. you know. And as he grew as a person, his character on TV evolved to where he's now viewed as one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. But he's always had a freedom of just being who he was. Comes with respect, Kamikaze. Yes. And then there's a there's a respect and, and, and a stat sheet of sorts. When you see Chris Jericho get the reins, the success comes with it. Right. You know, you I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a controlled Jericho. I've seen, you know, obviously we've I haven't seen, seen really seen a control Jericho, but I, I I'm thinking part of his WWE's WCW experience had to be controlled. Well, I mean, um, I mean Lionheart isn't necessarily a, you know, that's as early as I remember him. I don't know any other characters previous to that, but the I'm sure Lion there was something before Lionheart. Well, I'm sure there was. Too. Lionheart was when he got noticed. Well, I mean, he came out of Calgary, correct? Yeah. Stampede Wrestling. And, you know, whatever he had there, fine. You know, even the Chris Jericho gimmick, you know, it was going to be something else, and then he came across Jericho with something else. Right. So uh, even to accomplish that, but, 
you know, the freedom of the wrestler allows them to produce better to it's me. Like, oh, just look at Roman, bro. Like how let's, let's strapped look. in we saw him at, at the beginning of his career where Vince was writing his promos and everything was micromanaged. Right. And now you give him a mouthpiece and you say, all right, go out there and run wild and be yourself. And you see how believable his character can be because he believes what he's saying. And when you believe what you're saying out there when you cut up a promo, it's a lot easier to, to believe it, right? Project that this is real life, like this isn't a story. I'm not telling you something that's fake. You feel me? Because a lot of times it's not fake. You know? Um, yeah, we know it's predetermined who's going to win, but when a guy is being himself, he's how they tell a story. Yeah, it's from the bottom of their heart. You know, carrying cross. Just just a point I was going to make with that, too, carrying Cross, is that you're seeing him being that character that came over. You know, you're getting a recycle of sorts. And to me, it's working so far. Right. The little silhouettes that he's doing, the little run-in, the, the potential uh, Drew McIntyre feud. The hair works. <laughs> I mean, not to mention, you, you bring back Scarlet. Yeah. For, for, Scarlett per, for, for personal reasons, obviously, you, you love to see Scarlet, but just his ability to come back and be the character he wants to be rather than the character that is manifested by WWE. Um, and Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon, right. So, yeah, although we love Vince for the product he gave us for all of these years and the company that is going to thir- flourish under uh, Triple H. And uh, Nick Khan. And Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. Correct. And it's going to be great, um, but... It's just better right now. You know, Shayna Baszler got her eyeshadow on again. You know, Kevin Owens has his attitude again. Kevin Owens has the attitude. Ah, Gigi Dolan and, uh, um. Hit. No, what's the other girl? Um, in Toxic Attraction. Oh, they made their SmackDown debut. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's exciting. Uh, not to mention for the first time in a long time, the European pay-per-view is exciting to me. The, the storytelling of the previous Raws and Smackdowns uh, lets me know that the, a big part of the storyline coming up has to do with what's going to be happening in their, their their latest European... Yeah, Clash at the Castle. Clash at the Castle. To me, because we're seeing Karrion Cross now, you possibly... To me, it reads, it reads three-way to me. You know, because it's sort of the way it kind of goes... In the the middle months of the pay per views, there there there's normally a triple threat to some magnitude. We might see one. So uh, I I like think Roman should win it, but we might see one. Well, let's hint about what we've talked about as far as USA wanting a separation of titles. Right. You know, with the introduction with Kerry Cross, now you have two entities wanting the same but these thing. These are all three SmackDown people. Things could change, baby. Once you win the championship, d- determines who determines on which championship you give up, or is it always going to yeah. be both? Natalia and Sonya Deville take on took on Toxic Attraction in the first round of the WWE Tag Team Tournament. You love to see it, and you know Toxic Attraction, obviously, where victorious. We knew that Toxic Attraction was on for bigger and better things. Let's be honest. Yes. They have everything you need for, let's be honest, 
up until Dakota Kai and Mrs. Sky came back, you know, we we really were we were really excited about the the, the tag division. I mean, did we really have a tag division? That's the question. Because once the champs walked out, it was like the tag division just went to shit. Well, and that's my point. So for there to be, you know, hope now with Talks Trash, which I hope they go straight to the moon, Kamikaze. You know. Well, you know, and as soon as I heard that announcement that they were in it, I was like, "Oh, they better win it." Well, take this, those champs to 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 NXT, take those championships to NXT, and be like, "Look, bitch, we ain't got the NXT Women's Championships, but we got some tag belts, bitch." Absolutely and correct. Stay on SmackDown. Stay on Raw. Bring Mandy with them. With Triple H continuing this facet, are we now? Uh, ample to say that we will see a new sort of war you know AEW for a long time now has kind of gained foothold as far as ratings I, I won't say popularity just yet but as far well, as their ratings, ratings are yeah but at one time kamikaze they yeah they, at, at one time they yeah they they had that wcw peak already Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they're ready. So, so now, with see, my my issue with, with with AEW is like there's nothing there that's keeping me drawn. In. You know, like I watch AEW because I feel like I have to. Really? Not because I want to. Not because you want to. You know, what is it for you? Because I don't watch it. I'll be honest with you. I don't watch it. <laughs> What, why do I feel like I have to? Yeah, I mean, it is because I it's wrestling, and I and I love wrestling, so I feel like I need to understand this pro. I need to find a way to understand this product, so I watch it as a chore. Okay. Much like many people in the internet wrestling community used to watch WWE, like, oh, well, I don't really fuck with it right now, but I'm gonna watch it because it's wrestling, and I love wrestling. Okay. You know, so it's like it feels like a chore. So there's not a baseball game that night. I ain't got shit else to watch. Okay. Might as well watch some AEW. At least I can talk about it. I mean, we have, we have obviously, wrestlers we like over there, you know. Yeah. You know, like, I love other... Adam Cole. I love Red Dragon, which is uh, Bobby Fish in um, Colorado. We love, we love Keith Lee. Love Keith Lee. Love Swerve. Right. So, I mean, there's guys there we can root for. I like for. the Young Bucks. You feel me? I, I love the Young Bucks. You know? I like Kenny. I don't love him, but I like him. Making his return, I hear. Yeah, to uh, join the Young Bucks in the Trios tournament. They're going to introduce trio belts. I like it. Um, it's always been better for me when there's two entities fighting over it, and I hope now that the... I want AEW to be successful. I, I may not get the product or like the product, you know, but if people ain't gonna go to my independent. People might go to my independent wrestling show that I love and not like it. You know, I don't care. You know, but I want AEW to thrive because I love the competitive nature of the business when you have to be better than the other company. Like right now, WWE don't still ain't even acknowledging AEW as comp- competition. You feel me? I need them to acknowledge AEW as competition. So I need AEW to get on that shit and get those ratings. Back up. Back up. You know, when you're, when you're that kind of company, and, and, and let's be honest, you've saturated yourself with so much talent, you know, between the people you brought in to begin with. It's confusing. I don't know who's going for what. It, it, it does. You, you're dealing with a lot of, you know, heads 
accounted for that you have to include in some sort of storyline to make relevant because you have a hell of a roster with a hell of a payroll. So their problem is they I think they may may have acquired too much too soon. Yeah, and they have Rio Lona and they're doing nothing with it. Like if you had that whole other show, you know, that whole other roster you could build, you could do a lot more. So they got to get into motion whatever the plans was when they purchased Ring of Honor. Because that's what's going to help them make some sense out of all of it. You know, they have two shows that they air, correct? Yes, they have Dynamite and Rampage. So obviously we've had success running three shows, us being WWE. Why not include a uh, Ring of Honor sort of NXT fact in where you're, right. you're, you're, you're sort of dumping off guys you want to maybe... Restock and resell, you know, reshape into different things. And right, and with the Ring of Honor, go get your, go get right in our developmental, because that's what Ring of Honor was anyway. It was right, developmental for the big leagues. But NXT eventually, be, you know, came out of that. And it, that but a lot of those guys that came in NXT came through, came to WWE through NXT, came from Ring of Honor. Yeah, Sami Zayn was Ring of Honor. Kevin Owens, Ring of Honor. Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins, Ring of Honor. Honor. Like, if I go down the list, bro, it's all Ring of Honor. <laughs> what I'm saying is that NXT became, was that developmental, but then it became its own entity to where it was so popular. It was another show rather yeah, than just a, a, a developmental show. Right. And, 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 and what Ring of Honor will be to them is equivalent to what NXT is. Agreed. Because Ring of Honor was, yes, it was developmental, but it was a brand. You know, like I see in the belt collecting community, yes, most people collect the WWE belts. You know, some people get the AEW championship because they got all of those stones in it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It you is. know, I think the belt's ugly as fuck. I don't like it. But <laughs> everybody has a Ring of Honor belt in their collection that, 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 that's a diehard indie wrestling fan. Yeah. You, know. you have two of them. I'm looking at them right now. Well, I have one. One belongs to my dear tag team champion. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should wear those next time, the next show we go to. It's just too heavy. Are they? Yeah, but... I mean, you know, wore the world title, so... Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that wasn't too bad. All right, we can wear them. I'm just saying, tag team tag team champions, Ring of Honor, baby. You got the six-man, and I'll take the... Oh, wait, which one was mine? This, the, the big one. The Ring of... Okay, the there you go. You know, let's, let's go as the tag team. Come on. Well, let's run into the ring and do a spot. Just tell Becky, hey, whatever happens, just keep rolling. Right. Just keep, don't stop rolling. Right. Now, even when they when they stop us, just keep rolling. Right. If they tackle us, don't say, oh, my husband. Just keep rolling. <laughs> Contact my, my brother Mike. go to Mike. jail, just bail us out. Right. <laughs> Contact my brother Mike and just say, hey, I need bail money. And he got us. Hopefully it's not too much. It won't be. I don't think they'll press charges on this. I think we might get get out on all the copies. Get a trespass? We won't get trespass. Okay. You think they won't trespasses? You think Boots won't trespass? I hope not. It's, it's, not my, it's, my, it's my every other month getaway. I mean, TCW to me is becoming... It, yeah, it's it, it, from reality. It's, a, it's almost a boys club. You know what's funny? It's a man's club. I go into this training class Monday. Yeah. So I got to go back to like 9 to 8, 8 to 4. Ouch. But it's so 
perfect because I got TCW in, a, in, a, in, in the middle of that. That gives me my mental break from all of that shit because I'm basically evaluating talent right now. I want to see who I want on my team. That's what I'm here for. It's exciting, isn't it? I mean, it's exciting in the, in the extent that, like, I'm literally scouting. <laughs> like, right. it's not in the instance that I want to be in real life. Right. But I'm literally, like, scouting talent to see, oh, you want this guy, 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 this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, you know, that type shit. Yeah, you're getting but, to pick a team. It's nice. Yeah. It's so close to fantasy season. Yeah. Well, we're going to... Pick our teams. Our draft is September the fourth at four p.m. I mean seven p.m. I can't wait. All I know is that uh, what is it? September second. Something's happening. September second. TCW. Yes. That's all I'm worried about. That's why it's Sunday and not Saturday, because you know we'll be at TCW. TCW on Friday. Show on Saturday. Show on Saturday and. Uh, not, not, not. You know, and after the show, you know what happens after the show. Yes, <laughs> like everybody knows what happens to Kamikaze after the show. Nap time, mandatory. Today nap. we gotta go play basketball, though. So Today we gotta, we gotta play basketball. All right. So, um, how about we jump into our next thing that we had to talk about? But let me reset this really quickly. Heartbroken phenomenally, maybe. Yeah. All right. I like that. We, we, we are back. Um, yes, and cooking up merchandise and ideas. Cooking up merchandise ideas, yes. Heartbroken phenomenally. All right. Oh, ah. oh, oh, technical difficulties. Oh, it's not working. Oh, oh. Sign up. All right, so. All right, let's get into... The dreary of it all. Um, uh, let's rip yeah. the band-aid off. Um, so, uh, the NFL and Deshaun Watson's camp has come to an agreement on a settlement of 11 games and some kind of fine that which will be donated to women's charities. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, blah, 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 blah. The real... The real punishment is the 11 games, and I don't think anyone believes that it's enough. Um, as of right now, it would be the longest suspension up to absolutely, obviously being indefinitely, indefinitely suspended or, you know, I a feel year like of suspension. his actions are commissioners exempt worthy where he should get indefinitely suspended. The allegations obviously were never justified. He was found not guilty in court. He has said 
Um, well, found not guilty in court means that it was a criminal thing. It wasn't ever criminal. It was all civil. So he wasn't found not guilty. He just settled all but one case. Which is uh, one of a good point there because I wanted to bring that up is that one person out of all of these plaintiffs seems to have the cojones kamikaze to, to come after Deshaun Watson and not to buy in, obviously, to what they're offering. Buy in or would it be selling out? Well, it all depends on how you... you this is obviously life-changing money. You know, obviously, if it wasn't, you wouldn't have 23 out of 24, you know, suspected, allegedly molested, you know, defendants, you know, obviously well, filing lawsuit. Let's, let, let's see, this is why I didn't want to touch this, because molested makes it criminal. You know, it was sexual misconduct. Which means right. it's sexual misconduct. Then. So let's refer to it as sexual misconduct. Just because, like, I have an opinion about all of this shit, you know, and it's, you know, when a woman feel like you violated her, like, instantly I take her side. You know, like, it, it, it's nothing, it, it's not, you know, like, and I get it. Sometimes it ain't what the woman makes it seem. You know, I get it. But I'd rather, you know, not be the person that don't believe the person that was really assaulted. If it comes out that Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong ever, you know, and all of this shit was a lie, I will apologize to him live on this show. But for right now, he's a monster. And I feel like he does not deserve to play a game and make all of that money. Uh, he must undergo mandatory evaluation by behavioral experts and following their suggested treatment. Uh, Watson's fine and true from both the NFL and the Browns of one million each will create a fund to support nonprofit organizations in the United States to educate young people on healthy relationships. So right. there is but, some good coming out of this. Well, I mean, yeah, it's some good coming out of it as far as the NFL donating the fine that they are taking from Deshaun Watson to a great charity. The rehabilitation stuff, that's just formal. You know, I don't really view that as... More of a, a formality, part, right? I don't view that as a part of their process to do anything to make him better because he still continues to admit he did nothing wrong. When there's no remorse, you can't be re- rehabilitated. Um, speaking of a sort of rehabilitation of of sorts, uh, maybe of revenge of things, uh, when Deshaun, Ma- Deshaun Watson makes his return, Kamikaze, it'll be against his former team, the Houston Texans. Now, I can't look at the NFL respectively and say that you didn't see that on the schedule. Right. And, and easily could have made this a 12-game suspension. Right, so that, that it don't look like a stage story. Is this the NFL's attempt to, to show not just Deshaun Watson, but the Cleveland Browns, okay, we'll let you get this guy. He'll play, but this will be a taste of what you'll have we to We got to make money off of his return. You know, That's this, basically what it is, this because be a, we're donating... His fine to charity, we got to recoup that with 
you know, millions of people watching this game because they want to boo the hell out of him. You know, if that's the case. Or because it's a it's him versus his old team. This narrative is gonna be there. This is going to be the most talked about game that Good week. Point there. And right. both of these teams have the potential of sucking. I was that was just a point I was gonna make, Kamala. I'm glad you made it. You're gonna be this will be the most talked about game for the least amount of NFL reasons, Kamikaze. This won't be a game that'll blow stats away. This is not a game that you'll be excited to watch. Only to the fact that you'll be seeing Deshaun Watson booed probably worse than you've probably seen anybody booed in an NFL stadium before. Exactly. And you're allowing this to happen. Why? I can only imagine, Kamikaze, this is an example of this is what you're going to do. You're going to be an employee for us. Well, we're going to show you what your actions have produced, and now you have to reap the consequences. Not just Cleveland Browns, because if you're a PR director for the Cleveland Browns, and this is the task you'll have to face in uh, you know, week 13, and you're going to go through that kind of season with whomever they'll have at quarterback, for that purpose. Right now, it looks like Jacoby Brissett, correct? Right. So you're going to go through whatever type of season, losing, you know, however. I Which, think I think Jacoby Brissett is a pretty competent quarterback who can keep them afloat. So they won't be dead in the waters. Like, I think that they'll be closer to 500 than closer to no wins. But when you have this kind of game looming, you know, Deshaun Watson's return, you know, you, you have... You, it's you, going to be a big game. No, I, and to my point is, okay, no whomever, whoever's going to be at the helm is going to have 13 or 12 games under their under the – you build a relationship with players right. at that point. Right. You have a camaraderie or, right. or you have a team development or at that point. everybody is all in on Jacoby, right? And then you – yes. And then you present, obviously, this huge problem – whether you know our if, starting quarterbacks back, our starting quarterbacks back, yeah. our two, our two hundred well, guaranteed million. The one thing about guy. the Browns is the Browns will Brown, and it's going to be crazy. But all that does is just add to the narrative that's going to be spoken that week. This game is going to be the the number one talked about thing in sports. Uh, what is it? Week thirteen. Week thirteen. Week thirteen. When Deshaun Watson returns. And they got the bye week to get him ready because he's only suspended 11 weeks, and the bye week is week 12. Correct. Here's a narrative, too. Bro, it's, it's, it's literally a storyline. Here, here's a narrative, too. You come in on that week. You haven't played since the last preseason game, which is the last time he can play Kamikaze, correct? Right. Up before. No, he least, can't play during preseason. He can't play during he's not any. Playing pre- okay, so he's not playing. He, so he, he can't be it'll be games. the first week you play. If your play suffers, Kamikaze, not only do we have a PR problem, but then we have a fan problem because now we've gone through 12 weeks of this. We're, we're getting Deshaun Watson, and Ooh, now... Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, hit me, hit me with it, hit me with it. We're in the NFL too? Yes, we are. Patriot rookie wide receiver Tyson Thornton has a broken collarbone. His promising season will be put on hold, but according to the timetable, it's not season ending. 
collarbone. That's a that hurts. Yes. You know, you you, you Aaron Judge going to tear his going to break his collarbone in uh, September. I'm just saying. Watch. Why are you jinxing that man? Cause. Oh, Fuck the Yankees. Uh, uh, too bad to hear point. that for that young man. You know, obviously, you know he was a hopefully a big going to be a big focal point in the offense this season. Tyquan Thornton, that he's a, he's one of the wide receivers out of the draft that I thought we could still, you know, in in, in, in maybe the second or third round of the draft because I didn't want to. I hate drafting a wide receiver in the first round. You know how much how bad I hate that shit. <laughs> I mean, when a guy get there, usually I fall in love with him because he's on my team, but. Like, I hate drafting a wide receiver in the first round. Mixed feelings <laughs> about Hollywood? <coughs> huh? Mixed feelings about Hollywood? I didn't have mixed feelings about Hollywood. You know I hated that pick. I wasn't happy that drafting... Well, was it? No, that wasn't even the same draft. That wasn't even the same draft. No, it was not the same draft. I thought that was the I thought Lamar you got draft. a lineman in that draft. Huh? You talking about the Lamar Jackson? Yeah. No, no we got, got a tight end. Oh, you Hayden got a tight end? Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hayden Hurst came right. back and got Lamar. Yeah. But no, uh, I, I I didn't like the uh, the Hollywood draft pick, and you know I didn't like the Rashad Bateman draft pick because we got a wide receiver last year, you know, and we we got a pass rush. I didn't like that pick. <laughs> now we're gonna rely on both of those guys a lot. So I hope the I hope the team know more than me, which they do. I trust my ratings. The uh. But I love that J.K. Dobbins pick. Yes, yes. Um, when it comes to Deshaun, I, I hope that the Cleveland Browns realize what they've gotten into. Yes. And they have and no one to blame but themselves. This, um, I watched a um, game, his preseason game he played in. Yes. Where the crowd was literally, you know, like shit on him. like, And they were the home crowd. So, um, I don't know, like, if winning is that important to Cleveland that they got to deal with that. But you ain't winning under those circumstances. When your own fans don't like you, like, you fucked. And you're giving them 11 to 12 weeks to steam on it. And as soon as the news start ramping up that Deshaun Watson's coming back and that whole two weeks that they're going to be talking about them in local media because they're going to be on a bye week the week before he actually plays, you know, it's going to be, it's going to reignite that fire that Cleveland Browns fans have in them and hate, you know, in them. And they are going to be him, boo him out the building his first game back. If Jacoby Brissett is playing well, Let's say they're at 500 at that point. Let's say that running game is just taking over. Why would you? Why would you want to change things up? Um, speaking to a money aspect, Kamikaze, you know, obviously Watson coming off a $230 guaranteed contract uh, with a base salary jump that would get him a $46 million in 2003 and 44.9 number, number million signing bonus. Uh, his contract is, is uh, structured to include a base salary in 2022, 20, 20, uh, of 2022 uh, for $1,035,000. Watson was going to lose only 57500 per game. Pennies when you consider 230 guaranteed kamikaze. 
Uh, without the five million fine imposed in the settlement, Watson total loss pay for this season will only be Kamikaze a friendly number of six thousand six hundred thousand six hundred thirty-two thousand and five hundred dollars for some. That is it. That is all you're losing out of that two hundred thirty million dollar guaranteed contract. That is amazing. That that is that is the only thing that's getting hit. Plus the five million, obviously, of course. Right. Well, just not a fan of fucking Deshaun Watson anymore. Um, I'm disappointed in the NFL for settling on 11 games when it should have been indefinite. I'm disappointed. Well, Brown's always disappointed. It sets a precedent, doesn't it? Kamikaze yeah. to where now if you Ray Rice lost his career, man. If you and it's kind of personal to me because of, because of that situation, like I'm comparing it to that, you know, like that girl's still married, man. So right. obviously he's not a bad guy. Deshaun right. Watson has twenty some odd victims. And if you can come back from that and still be able to play, and then you have Ray Rice situations, and you have many other situations, Kamikaze, where guys Ray have Park. gotten years. Or, I mean, a year suspension. Yeah. For you know, weed. Right. <laughs> For marijuana, Kamikaze. Like, come on now. Like, I'd rather you, like, settle on some shit with a man that's smoking weed than a man that's abusing that woman in this world, bro. And I don't want to fucking walk around and women scared of men. And if you're this a, is the world he's creating. And if you're an NFLPA, you've got to look at this and say, we've got to call this down the line. You know, we can't, you know, get a suspension like this for this, and then we, we get a suspension like that for that. We've got to have some, yeah. some common ground. You need ground. to understand that the woman spending money. Men can't buy shit without permission of their women. Don't you understand that shit? <laughs> Who's going to fucking buy the tickets or the jerseys? Because the damn show ain't the men. Because we'd rather find that shit on consignment because that shit too expensive. We cheap. Damn right. Because that woman made us that way. Okay, take our money. Or they make us spend our money. Let's make it, let's, let's call it like it. They make us spend our money. On dumb shit. Instead uh, of our shit. But at least we're not spending $5 million of our money. Yes. But it'd be nice to have $5 million to spend. Shit. I need 5000 right now. Okay, looking forward. Looking forward to the future. A future that does not include Deshaun Watson for 11 weeks. Let's talk about some actual football. Yeah. All right, football it is. Kamikaze says it, we do it. Well, don't don't make it seem like I'm running show because I don't run a show. You know, we just go off the show. Anyway, uh, we got some preseason action that has happened, that is currently happening, that and that will happen. And I don't know about you, but I just want to talk about what I'm excited about. Let's talk about what's making Comic Con excited. At eight, the Ravens. Travel down to Arizona. Well, they are in Is Arizona. that tonight or that Monday? Oh, that's tomorrow night. That's the Sunday night. Game. Yeah. So, 
Tomorrow night, the Ravens are traveling down to Arizona, even though they're already there. Oh, even though they're already there. <laughs> and they're going to play the Arizona Cardinals at 8 p.m. live on Fox. I want to make a point that all the advertisements I've seen so far have shown me Lamar. And Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray. Neither one of them are playing. Neither one of those are playing Comic Con. That's false I advertising. That's <laughs> shoot the NFL and get some money for the show. But I'm just saying, because if Lamar and Kyle is playing, that gives us product to fucking talk about. If they're not, it doesn't give us nothing really to talk about, except for how excited I am to see uh, the preseason debut of James Pro Shea. Not to mention all the other guys that you look at and read about all week long. Those guys I've already seen. I haven't seen James Pro Shea yet. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to go crazy this year. Like, you talking about a slot receiver that's going to be like that? James Prochet don't drop nothing. So, you remember I said his name on his show? I said his name on his show just so you remember. And I can have the audio that I told y'all. James Prochet is the Ravens' number two wide receiver, not Devin Duvin. You heard it here first, guys. Keep an eye out. Saturday night. Oh, no, sorry. Sunday, Sunday night. night. Today See, you're making me do it too now. I'm sorry. Do we need to talk about any of the other games that happened or anything? Um, I'm going to continue to gloat for this uh, Ohio State wide receiver. He's making me shaking my boots when I see him. I'm speaking of one Chris Olave scoring another touchdown. Number two. Delivered by one. From the Ohio State Buckeyes. Delivered by one Ian Book the other night. Uh, beautiful. Oh, Notre Dame Ohio State connection. I saw that highlight you talking about too. You know, right? Like, right. Like, I was like, oh, right. I was like, oh, Pat would be so Look, proud. Very natural, scrambling Ian Book hits a uh, an open Chris Olave for the touchdown. This kid is scaring me when it comes to fl- facing him with our secondary, Number two, uh, skilled cornerbacks uh, covering him. Kid's too good. Kid looks, kid looks like a stud. Did you not remember the guy watching him with me at Ohio State all these years? No, I, and, and that's. And I want to give, <laughs> yeah. give credit. You knew credit. the kid was going to be scary. That's I mean, why that's you shouldn't why, even that, have the Saints took him. That's, that's why I picked the kid to, to be Offensive Player of the Year. I feel like he's going to have a special of year. The year. Yes, Offensive Rookie of the Year. And he just he continues to impress. Continues to find space, make plays, and uh, the touchdown was just a glaring. Hey, yeah. but guess who threw it? Ian Book. A Notre Dame guy. A Notre Dame guy. Absolutely. So, you know, just like, you know, we have our connection. They can develop their connection. And it brings our students closer together as, let's as, be as honest. allies rather than enemies. And, let's you know, be, let's be honest. One. There will be no allies. There will be nothing come week one. After week one, yeah. We can be friends again. Yes. But I'm preparing myself for the ass whooping we're going to receive. No, don't say that. You're not going to receive the ass whooping. You guys will compete. (sighs) You have to believe you guys will compete. We just lost. I believe you guys will compete. A kid just transferred a five-star. I think he was either a linebacker or defensive lineman. Just just asked to transfer from us. Five-star guy. I believe you guys will compete with us. I believe you guys are going to be well-coached. And it don't matter what stars your recruits have, they are going to play Notre Dame football, and they are going to be competitive with the Ohio State Buckeyes. 
Yes, let's all hope so. Uh, college football on the doorstep, Kamikaze. We're speaking so fondly of uh, Labor Day uh, festivities. Yes, uh, TCW will obviously kick off our Friday. Our Saturday Kamikaze will be a gluttony, I hope, of college football uh, that we've been waiting for. Yes. You know, we speak so fondly of the NFL. We, we, we touched a little bit on that. Uh, college, to me, looks exciting, especially when you consider all the banter between coaches that have been going on. We have one Jimbo Fisher speaking about Texas A&M that says he's, he's done talking, he wants to play. That's exactly the excitement that I want to see. Not to mention, if you're a Pac-12 fan, you better get as many glimpses of USC, UCLA that you can, because in another couple years, as well as the Oklahoma and, and Texas fans, get a good look at your teams. Because in, a year, the because in a year in a year or two when they're in the Big Ten Ooh. and oh, they're Big Ten? Well UCLA and USC will be in the Big Ten. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to the SEC. No. The SEC's they don't they don't need no more teams. Well yeah, come to the Big Ten, you going wish you didn't. Well then that's my point, is that get in while you can. There's a lot of uh of memorable no, no, games. I'm gonna call Ryan Day and be like, Don't kill my boys. But uh, Irish like that, like we gotta dial it back a little bit. We gotta let them hang in there a little but, bit. I but, wanna give my boy hope, you know. But it's a measuring stick, <laughs> you know. It 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 gives uh, Coach Freeman an opportunity in a big game, uh, in a obviously a a non friendly confines of the horseshoe, and we're going in there, and this needs to be an example of what the we achoo? can. What's that? The achoo? That's where everybody come and sneeze. What? What's that? The achoo. What's the achoo? The horseshoe. Why do everybody call... come and sneeze? Oh my gosh! Here I was trying to give you some credit, trying to build up. You know, sneezing is an it's, it's an L. Oh, let's hope not. Let's hope that <laughs> whoever we're over scheduled this game, Kamikaze. You know, knew what they were getting they scheduled into. Scheduled it with Brian Kelly in mind. Well, Brian Kelly's in LSU with his own problems. He's got Nick Saban to worry about for the right. rest of his career. Trying to figure out a fucking New Orleans accent, motherfucker, fake ass accent. Fuck Brian Kelly. Why? The, how the fuck he gonna do that? What do you mean? You can't win a national championship anymore at Notre Dame. What? We don't have the skill set players that we used to be able to attract. Uh, if if you're are a top tier talent kid, and I'm talking about in your in your in your specialty, you know your 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 quarterbacks, your wide receivers. Y'all realize that y'all just need to run the ball down everybody's throats. You can't just run the ball down everybody's throats. You can. Not when you're playing the Clemson's and the North Carolinas and the Ohio States. Their defenses are good too. Yeah. You need to pass, be able to pass the ball. Not our run defense. Our run defense wasn't good last year. We lost the teams that could run the ball. You're 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 almost gonna have to have the perfect game. You're gonna have to have success on the offense and Michigan success and on I the had defense. A perfect game. Don't don't do that to me right now. Do not sit here and tell me Michigan had a perfect game against us because they didn't. They barely had a game against us. 
I'm not going for that. Like, Man. you were not hit me all, no all I, had a good game. All I no. see come out of your skill positions is four-star, five-star, five-star, four-star. You guys don't... Because we don't have You guys to don't rebuild. You, re, you reload. I mean... Yes, we are one of those schools that don't rebuild. We we get to reload. Right. We have a great recruiting pitch. Come to us, Ohio State, you get drafted. Right. Straight up. That's what it is. If you're Straight a, up. If you're, if you're an Ohio State receiver, yes. You're going to get Well, yeah. even if you're the, you're the quarterback thrown to these receivers, you're going to end up being drafted. That's a problem all its own. I mean, I mean, yeah, because they never really turn out to be anything say, special. Ye- but, ye- yeah, that's, ye- that, that's the NFL team's problem, not our problem, right? You get to get protected by this offensive line and throw these balls to these five, four and five star receivers, like you like to mention to me all the time. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba going to lead the uh, college football in receiving yards, Absolutely. touchdowns, and probably. Um, back to the NFL. Do we need to go back to the NFL? I like talking about Ohio State. Oh, you want to keep talking about college football? No, I, no we can't. I mean, I'm just joking. Um, there was a an, an issue that kind of presented itself early in the off season for me. Uh, people getting paid, Kamikaze, and it seems to me that what happened a lot, where a lot of people voice their opinions about what they felt like they needed to be paid and what they felt like they needed to to be presented with. And I think I want to give credit to a lot of teams out there that went out there and and spent that extra money. A lot of receivers, certain, okay, certain receivers were barking. A lot of receivers weren't barking, but then a lot of receivers that needed to get paid got paid. Oh, needed? No, Christian Kirk shouldn't have got that money. No, he should not. But the Deagle Samuels out there got a little extra Not money. Enough. Your DK Metcalf your DK Metcalf got Not a little enough. extra money. Your Cooper Cups got a little extra he money. He didn't bark. Cooper deserved everything he got. He was the reason they won a world championship last year. But but so. that's my point. The, the the addressing of the lack of money that these stars are not making, I feel like was addressed very very uh responsibly and quickly once the you know notion that there was not going to be any play without pay you know that we were willing to not play to get paid and as a team especially with one that when you have playoff implications and the possibility of winning a division if you're san francisco in the debo samuels situation you couldn't resolve that sooner because not only was he willing to wanting asking for a trade openly, he wasn't wanting to pay play if he wasn't paid. You know, and there's a guy that I'm sorry, Kamikaze, when you look at that type of player, keeping him happy should have been priority one. You know, DK Metcalf, let, let's just say it. He's gonna be one of your only horses in the stable. Talaki. Eventually. Talaki. Tyler Lockett's going into what season? I don't know, 10. Right. Can't do it all every time. He's still that guy. Saw receivers like A.J. Brown get traded during the draft. And paid. And paid. Another another guy that, that, that played well Devontae with the Adams. 
was already in a great situation, went to a good situation, you know, and got paid. Tyreek Hill was in a great situation, went to an okay situation, got paid. So is the stigma now that the players to me are now driving this wagon of sorts, Kamikaze, to where now you... It's the era of player movement, and it's been introduced by the it's starting to transition to the NFL because players understand the value that they have now. They do. Players are getting smarter. Players are getting more resources. Players are getting better. <laughs> you know, like, where it's like, well, you could either lose me for nothing or you could just trade me and get a, a haul for me right now because right. I'm not re-signing with you. I'm and not going to play for you either or not play to the best of my ability because I'm going to have you. And I think the smarter player is the is the creation of both the player and the NFL. Um, because, you know, for so long, you know, guys were just happy just to get into the league. You know, now they're kind of trolling, they're kind of controlling because the we're narrative. we're more so aware it's... of what happens to players at, out, like after football and after basketball and things like that, where people go broke a bunch of times. Like, yeah. I watch, like, at least 20 videos of Del- Delonte West on the streets. Correct. You feel me? Even after Mark Cuban tried to rescue him, and it's not even like something that like he has to do. It's just it's what he wants at it's, this point. That's what I'm getting from what I'm watching. That's what he wants. At this you know, point, you gotta look at the help that he was receiving and say you've probably got. I want to say one of the probably the best facilities available for Mark Cuban. Right. Mark Cuban, bro. Mark Cuban. Yeah. Reach but out, it, it was never really a goal for him to like get out the streets because he wants to be an inspiration to people. You feel me? Like, you ain't got to, like, be a big-time superstar. Like, I did that. Yeah, that's who I was. But he wants to be a good person in his community. And a lot of the things that he do that that, that forces him onto the streets is taking care of his family. You know, and his kids are priority number one. You know, so, like, I watch a lot of lot of interviews with this man, you know, while he's on the streets and shit like that. And, and I hear how this man talk, and he's just sacrificing for everybody but himself. That's all he's doing, you know. So well, not, what is he doing? I mean, you're saying he's providing for his family, yeah. but then he's on the streets. Yeah. So he's because he does all of these things and people gives him money and shit like that here and there for shit. All that shit goes through his kids. Yeah. I I just don't know what one could make by doing that. So that's why I'm kind of questioning. You know, it's it's not logic, bro. He has a mental disorder, and his mental disorder put puts him in a situation where he just wants to feel like a provider. So it's, you're not going to understand it unless you hear him explain what's going on and see the videos of him actually fucking the guy giving him money, him going straight to Western Union and sending that shit to his kid. Gotcha. Well, um, it, it, I mean, I'm just call me sentimental type of guy just i want to see a, a guy like that get the help he needs but i mean if he's he he wants to provide but he's almost being a detrimental he's not going to keep any money you give him no that's I'm my not... point like so even if he you put him in a situation where he was making money none of that shit he's going to use for him he's going to give it to his family so and then what he's uh... going to do it survive how he came. That's what. That's who Delonte West is, and it's 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 sad. It sucks, 
Because as a man who has so many opportunities, you should be able to, you know, balance it all. You know, but it's mental. You know, like, you can't fix it. Yeah. Uh, Shout-outs, obviously, to... I West. Just, I just don't want it to be like a thing where people like, oh well, you know, he he growing in his life and shit like that because he is, but is he really? Because when he's gone, like they're gonna remember all of the sacrifices that he made for them. You know, he could have lived lavish. He chose not to because he wanted to make sure his family got to live okay. Yeah. No, I I I I I just I'm trying to come up with the idea of like you know making you know. Obviously, you have to be so selfless. You have to really care about humanity more than yourself in that situation, and that's how I do it. But I want to—I want to say, like you—you—you you, you have to feed the machine in order to make it operate. Right. You know, and I get wanting to to. But the scene is bad because look, his story is so known. And so well, you know, accepted that, all right, well, he's not out here just fucking, I mean, yeah, he dabbled in drugs, but he's not out there just fucking getting high and shit like that all the time. Right. You feel me? But, you feel me? So, people want to help him. And anytime somebody tries to help him, he goes and helps his family. You know? So, it's like, at the end of the day, you look at the guy like, what the fuck are you doing? But then you realize, like, damn. It's a mental thing, and that he's really just trying to be there for his family. But right at the end of the day, he just want to make sure everybody around him straight. He don't even care about himself, which is hard to grasp. I get it, but I kind of understand it to an extent. You feel me? Like I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I gotta live nowhere, right? Know, because I'm trying to make sure the family's straight. You know. I can't do that. You feel I'll never have the opportunity to at the rate I'm going. <laughs> you feel me? I keep working the type of work I'm doing. So. I mean, but you're, you're climbing. Yeah, but even in that, you know, it, it's still limitations. I want to do something where, you know, I can, like, buy a house, you feel me? Where we, we can buy a house, build a studio in our basement, and you have your side, I have my side, mom good on my side because she just gonna cook for me every day so she ain't even need her own side she could live with me fucking whoever i married just a tiny home community man that's all we need we just gotta buy a bunch of land in georgia that's it and just buy a tiny home next to each other build just a connecting deck yeah. so the meeting part this point would be the deck but we gotta we we, we gotta we, we gotta have layers because i need we need a basement type area well, yeah, I mean, we put a bar, depending on... Or we just build a a shed in the back and we just do it there. We could do that, too. It's not hard. I mean, I want a basement, though. I do want a basement, too. I do. I miss basements. Yeah. I love when I used to go up north, everybody had a damn basement. Yeah. I stored stuff in, in the basement. I slept in the basement. Basement was my room one time. I used to have the basement with the fucking... Uh, Push away door. Push away know. door, right. That shit, yo. Let females in. This is my place. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, no one, everybody's upstairs. You're, we're good. Mm-hmm. No one's going to hear us on the underground floor except for the devil. Right. <laughs> Crank that thing. Kick it back out with that dough. 
go upstairs, eat dinner. Put a smile on your face. Put a smile on my face, you know. What you been doing? Nothing? My stepdad, he ain't like me having a woman over for some reason, bro. He's jealous of the game. That's all I can say. We used to get the same thing. And I was getting different thing, and the motherfucker spazzed on me one day, and I was like, okay, fuck you. I'm just gonna go to that house. And then we moved. And I had that cellar door. I was like, oh shit, nigga. I'm, oh, there we go. Sorry. But that's what I said. It's that Baltimore coming out. It's sometimes, you know. Sometimes. It's, it's just gonna happen. Y'all gotta accept it at this point. It, it's, never, it's never in a derogative format. I'll that's say how that it was. Because he was being one. He was being a derogatory N-word. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's being ignorant. You feel me? Like, come on, man. I'm like fucking 14, bro. What do you want me to do? Right. I'm going to smash. Right. I'm going to smash you here or there. You right. feel me? You want her dad to kill me or you to kill me? Right. Like, hook me like, up. I, I mean, he wasn't, like, he wasn't abusive or nothing like that. Like, like my stepdad... My stepdad was a great man. Like, I loved my stepdad. Like, my stepdad is who would hone in my football knowledge and help me, you feel me, to understand the game of football to the knowledge that I do. So that man, I don't want anybody to look at that man and be like, oh, he was fucked up. Nah, my stepdad was a cool dude, and I loved him. You feel me? My entire time I spent with, with him was great. He treated me with the utmost respect. He just didn't let me get no tame. <laughs> well, there goes a lot to say there, Kamikaze. I mean, you'd hope your dad would be would be for you, not against you. Uh, speaking of NFL games, Broncos and Bills. Bron- Bills are up seven three in the Bronco on the Broncos in the first quarter. Right, the Lions and Colts are tied uh, three to three in the second quarter. We also have the Commanders Chiefs coming up, the Buccaneers Titans at 7, followed by, oh, well not followed, also with the Raiders Dolphins, 49ers Vikings, Steelers Jags, Cowboys and Chargers at 10 p.m., a night-night game. I'm not watching that. Cowboys and Chargers? Cowboys and Chargers, night-night game. Night-night. Put it on, go to bed. Fall asleep. For the replay. Yep. All right. Um. So there's not much going on, not much to talk about. So we're gonna give you guys a short show today because we gotta get ready to go play some basketball. Playing bad. Shit. So let's wrap this one up. Uh, thank you, Pat, for always being present and on the show and available. Try, I try, I try. All right. Um, I am Pat Witt. I am Drake Kamikaze. Heartbreak, phenomenally. Heartbroken, phenomenally. Heartbroken, phenomenally, as I stand corrected. Uh, once again, CCW, September 2nd. Whatever, uh, we will bet, and hopefully we can uh, steal an interview from one. But heaven. Proud. We're gonna be like stalkers. As look well out as, for me. Look out for Chico Adams. Chico Adams. Chico does not suck, and if I hear it, I'll pull it. 
Once again, I am Pat Wick. That is Drake Kamikaze. We are out. Out. Like a